0: Celebrate the big two o two o with T-Mobile. Switch now and get two lines for just 90 bucks and two new iPhone 11s on us. So you can take a portrait built for two with the ultra-wide camera. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, cute. Hurry in to T-Mobile and get two lines for 90 bucks and two iPhone 11s on us with qualifying trade-ins. Via 24 credits for well-qualified buyers with auto pay, plus taxes and fees. If you cancel before receiving 24 credits, you may owe up to the full
1: value of your device of $699.99. Contact us. Qualifying port-ins and finance agreements required. Hi Howard Ladies and gentlemen you are listening to Remote Control Episode 39 Where DJ Valentine and I, tfg and Mike, talk about Season 1, Episodes 7 and 8 of Counterpart from Stars This is the sincerest form of flattery and love the lie Tune in
0: People tend to do desperate things when they learn about their other versions
2: Are you coming or not? Thank you.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Remote Control. I am, of course, T.F.J. and Mike. Joining
3: me is my counterpart, DJ Valentine, from Simplistic Reviews. Hello, sir. If you take the blue pill, wake up in Neverland. If you take the red pill, you, the dream continues. If you take the white pill, you die. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> that white rabbit has run out of time. Uh, he, he is so late. Um... <laughs> So, we kind of took a couple of weeks off because I moved again. Um, Not necessarily a bad thing. My wife and I purchased a house uh, in a suburb of Chicago, Illinois. It's, quite frankly, the best house anyone could ever have. Thankfully, we have it. Uh, Just, like, uh, about five times a day, we'll say, I love this house. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter what room. We we could be in the bathroom hanging upside down from the shower or something. Not that we do that. We're not Uh, (laughs) Spider-Man. But, like, seriously, this house is amazing. My office is still getting set up because I'm still waiting for the furniture that I've had for the last, you know, 10 or 12 years or so to get here from Kentucky. But uh, the office is... Kind of set up. I have a Battle Armor He-Man and a Battle Armor Skeletor uh, Funko Pop figures that I just got sitting on my new bookcase and all that, so it's kind of set up. I got the (laughs) microphone and all that and everything else, so yeah, we're here to talk about Counterpart, and we have been doing single episodes per podcast. Well, we're going to give you a double shot this week and then two weeks after this week because, yeah, um... Episode 39 will be uh, uh, Season 1, Episodes 7 and 8, and then Episode 40 will be our special episode that we talk about the broadcast networks, Uh, more information on that later, and then Episode 41 will be the the finale for for a counterpart where we talk about Episodes 9 and 10. Oh boy, that's a lot to say. What the hell have you been up to, dude? Um, stuff stuff uh, you, said, you God don't don't even you sound. I, I not that you sound like her but my wife always like the thing get get the she'll she'll point at it and she'll be like get the thing I'm like you understand I am legally blind right which thing are you pointing to Vagality. like like yeah vagalities. yeah yeah vagalities she is uh, yeah,
3: talk, it's like the mafia. I saw the thing <laughs> with the guy. And the, the thing episode.
1: with the guy and the stuff and the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's it's like it's like Goodfellas all over again. Um, uh, yeah, so we're here to talk about Counterpart season one, episode seven and eight. Episode seven, the sincerest form of flattery. Oh boy, hmm. you should not ever forget her
3: name at this point because this no. whole
1: episode is all about Claire.
3: I was thinking of you. So I was like, the whole show, uh, like going into some serious form of flattery. I was like, crap, we're just gonna get another Claire-focused episode. <laughs> By the end, I, I think I might be my favorite episode of the series so far. Oh wow! The nature of her training and all the stuff about taking over her counterpart's life. Yep, it's just it was so interesting, like some Manchurian Candidate type stuff, times a million. The brief. Cat and mouse between Peter and uh, uh, and Claire reminded mm-hmm. me of like this, this old episode of Alias when I, I think it was Bradley Cooper's wife turned out to be a spy. I, I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and then, um, then father and got Bradley, in, in No, Bradley course. Cooper was was Will. Which one was, which one was her friend that was, was married to a girl and she turned out to be a spy? And then Jennifer Garner like fought her and then she woke up like three years later. Oh, that I, was
1: Francine. Francine, Francine yeah, ended yeah. up or uh, I Alias. old oh boy. That's a whole bag of worms we don't want to open right now. We will eventually, here on Remote Control, talk about Alias, but... Right, right. It, it
3: reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah, My wife. I didn't know anything about my wife kind of thing. Yeah. At the end, I was left wondering, who is Claire loyal to? Uh, mm-hmm. Her pill has expired, as I was referencing before. And she, then I found out she only cares about the kids, so she isn't as evil as she could have been portrayed. Yeah. No bad guy in this show is given a cliched easy way out in terms of their character... They all have layers. And I was just like, that episode was so good. The broken leg thing. I'm like, what? What are you doing? And then I realized, oh, no. Because they hint at it when he goes, I don't even need. The little kid goes, I don't even need braces. And I'm like, all right. And then when they they they, they, don't, they don't really tell you what the hell that means. And then when they bring in young Claire uh, and they're like, oh, or whatever. And we're going to break your legs. I'm just like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> this is. Re- these the dedication to to duplicate these people's lives. Oh my god! For children, holy crap! It's a, it's just such a great episode. I really really liked it. Yeah, it reminded me
1: of um, oh the Americans.
3: That's what oh, it reminds okay. me of because the Americans, the Americans is brutal. No, it's just, it is, but is this it, the kid? The kid thing is. It, 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 when they took her into that room, this the cringing is like, oh, no. <laughs> Please tell me they're not going to really do this. Somebody's going to interrupt this. Nope. <laughs> Nobody's going to interrupt this. She's going to put both of her legs broken. <laughs> You're going to deal with it. You're going to have to suck it in and enjoy it. <laughs> and, like, I thought they were doing that
1: not necessarily to match her other, but to somehow know, make them different even though they want them to be the same i don't know like i wasn't sure where they were going with that like it hadn't been like if they had but, said oh even though yeah, you had
3: richard schiff says at the party yeah uh when he goes oh my, my little girl she had a little skiing accident i was like oh yeah that's why they." that's exactly that's <laughs> that's what
1: i thought it, like when when claire had mentioned you know yes that's my mother yes that's my father but I've never been skiing before in my life. Like, I figured that's why they, like, something must have happened on, before he even said that. Right. Like, I figured, oh, something must have happened on the skiing trip. That's why. (laughs) But, like, I get it. You can break your legs and then then heal from them. I mean, unless, you know, the mob puts you in cement shoes. But, you know, I get that. But, like, I was half expecting. Like, look how different Nadia's... Uh, doubles are between baldwin and and not her her double nadia but she um, baldwin's not an infiltrator though baldwin's no, just
3: a, she's a, just a, an a, assassin a yeah, right. i
1: know yeah but I'm, I'm saying look how different they were and i understand claire has to be the same right, but like right, right. i thought that they were both going to eventually end up in wheelchairs or something at some point obviously they were they would had to have been at some point both of them but like I don't know, when it was revealed that Claire was the the, the the wife, I'm like, oh, she's sitting in the chair with the baby. Is that a wheelchair <laughs> or what What the hell is that? I don't, I don't know. Um,
3: it, it, it seems like it worked like they never knew the, the, the infiltrator school. They never know when they're going to send the infiltrators over. Yeah. So they gotta keep them always up to date with whoever they're duplicating. It didn't seem like they were planning to send Claire in uh, later in her life. They just didn't know when. Because if they were playing the and in later in life, they would have, they could have waited to break her legs. It didn't, you know, whatever. Yeah. But they, it seemed like, because they, they did, they, when the whole, um, they, I think they mentioned it, the, the teacher said something like, uh, are we going in now? Because they never know. So yeah. Just the fact that they gotta get, they, they always gotta keep up to date. And I was like, man, this is really cool, interesting, and diabolically evil shit. <laughs> like oh my god because the, the the aspect of the children is what made it so do- like if there were just grown-ups and you know they were doing this stuff it's like like a college or some kind of rotc situation but the fact it's like an elementary school and god knows they probably had them longer go longer before that uh, so yeah and before.
1: again that's why i i equate it to the americans because of how i've only seen up to the third season of the show um it's sad that that show's ending i love that show um or it already has ended. I don't remember. Uh, but like, I remember, you know, seeing the training that they went through, or seeing the training that they were going to eventually put Paige and Henry through, or whatever. Like, that's why I said it reminds me of that. But yeah, like finally getting insight into Claire is just amazing,
3: and her whole just like that, she becomes like the most interesting character on the show. <laughs> exactly. Well, where I'm like, because I'm like, okay, I just want, I just want Howard. And maybe some baldwin you could throw in a little uh uh what's her name uh, what's his name uh, uh pope yeah I, those, pope. May, may, maybe the yep. wife maybe but now i'm just like okay where's claire i need i need to know what the hell's claire doing yeah <laughs> exactly oh but that's essentially what this episode is it's all about claire yeah um and that moment at the end I got a little choked up. I'm not afraid to admit it. Like, when she's like, I never had anything of my own. And she named it after the infiltrator kid that she met. And we don't know where the hell that kid is. I guess he's dead. We don't know what happened to that kid. Or they might've, they might've, that teacher might've just killed him because he was, um, one, not as important as Claire was going to be because Claire is like duplicate of Richard Schiff's daughter. Who's like a higher up. She might have just killed. The, I forget the name. Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. Spencer. Uh, he she might have. She might have just killed that kid because he was distracting from what she had to do, or he was sent him to infiltrate. Which it doesn't seem like she has the power to do that. So my bet is that she gave him a little pill. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that kid is ghost faced. Gone. Yep. Yeah, it's
1: just. Very, very crazy Um, Not a lot of JK in this one But it's okay
3: No, no, this was the one I'm telling you I was right there in the beginning I'm like, man First off, I'm like I know Mike's gonna be pissed (laughs) Ain't no no Howard in here (laughs) Ain't no Howard in here But near the end I was like This was a really well you know what In terms of uh, shows And again, this is another reference To another show Though it's not even about the revolt, it kind of reminded me, reflecting back on it, uh, the episode of the Constant on, on Lost, uh-huh. where it's really not about that show necessarily, not about the major overarching storyline, but it might be my favorite episode of that show. Where this one's just about this one encompassed story explaining who the hell Claire is, and at the end, I was kind of like, when she's holding the baby, it's like I never had anything. I'm almost like, oh man, that's really good. That's really good. Now I completely understand. What she has been doing this whole time The whole And now you don't Know you like you know more About her but you still don't know Where she's gonna fall I know it's about the kid Is her main goal is like she wants to She abandoned She's kind of playing both sides because She abandoned the pill thing Because of the baby Mm. And but she's still kind of Trying to complete the mission I guess maybe in in order to keep the baby safe it's like she's just way more interesting now before she's just some girl who just does whatever she has to do to get the job done but now she's now you see the motivation that because she's a mother and yeah that's all that she cares about
1: yep and you know she doesn't necessarily have to you know have a whole meth empire to do so no <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh you know <laughs>
3: I won Breaking bad (laughs) shade
1: hey I recovered from that thank you I spent five (laughs) podcast episodes looking back on anyway um but yeah no this episode I did very much enjoy it I did in like because the lead up to this was the um
3: Who's you know. the spy? Who's the who's the leaker? Well, yeah,
1: who's the spy? Who's the leaker? And the the end of episode 6 is, you know, her in the chair. And, oh, his wife is Claire. His, his you know. So I understand why they used episode 7 for the clip. Because you can't just leave that there right. and then have episode 7 open with... Hell does that- <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't just leave that there at the end of episode 6 and have episode 7 ob- open up with... Howard um pontificating about something or other not that either one of them really pontificates but you know what i mean so i'm glad that episode 7 was what it is and it amazing storytelling the acting in it was great um not too much action but it's okay cuz it's a story building episode and that's the point of it uh i did very very much enjoy it And now, folks, I think um, we're going to go to Eminem and Rihanna for a second. 'Cause, you know, you gotta love the lie, so love the way you lie. <laughs> Hello. First when I saw the title of the damn episode. I'm like, what is that? I've seen that before. Oh
3: right. So yeah. <laughs> this episode I the, the this episode I like to call Mike is happy in the last ten minutes. <laughs> because the last ten minutes of the next episode is just Howard overload for ten minutes. It's like a ten minute scene of Howard on Howard action.
1: <laughs> okay, um, I love it, but I don't love it that much. I don't. Really? Wow, dude, you come on. Been, you've been
3: I I you I know. I have. For this, you want? You said I want more Howard. The way, yeah, yeah,
1: but the way that you phrased it is just kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and okay,
3: put it a different way. This is the episode I like to call. Mike is satisfied because he got what he won. Exactly. There you
0: go. <laughs> what bugger owes me four box seats next time, Not two. Get him the message looking into the embassy's network on this side, went to a uh, compound outside of Potsdam. It was a school, not formally funded by your office, but uh, we believe they were training sleepers, sleeper agents, operatives. Three names, Oscar Wolf, Helen Merler, and Rashad Romani. They're all on that side now on. False visas. So we thought you should know. We. Oui. Yeah, maybe you thought it would be someone else sitting here. Maybe your ex wife. When you told me died of cancer. I don't even know. Where to start? She's alive. You're divorced. a daughter. Yeah, people tend to do desperate things when they learn about their other versions. So you were doing me a favor? We really shouldn't be here. Thanks for the intel, I'll look into it. Is there is there just any truth to you? After all I've seen of your life, the things you've done, is, is, there, a, is there a shred of honesty in you? <laughs> look at you, Howard. Believe me, I'm looking. Not long ago, I sent you over there like a doe in the woods. Now you're a spy hunter bringing me actionable intelligence. What's your point? think like you owe me some gratitude. For what? For waking you the fuck up. What the hell were you before me? Pathetic little meek, sad sack, loyal hubby. With your flowers on the nightstand and your fucking poetry. Now look at you. Now there's something breathing behind those eyes. You're enjoying yourself with my family? They hate you. Yeah, that sounds about right. Although, less and less lately. It really hasn't taken that much to steer your life out of a skid. A little kindness, a little attention. You'd be amazed the difference it makes restoring some good to the ashes of your life. Where's my gratitude? You love this, don't you? Running around poking your nose into all the little details of my life, every fiber of my being. We've been helping you, we again. You have feelings for her, Howard? What? Come on, it's right there in front of you, a second chance right? Or at least an opportunity to, you know, compare and contrast. She is not my wife. You want to move back into your old apartment, cohabitate, maybe break bread with the daughter you never knew. That's not my life. That's yours. It's not mine. Yeah, speaking of your life, we've been sitting here for a while and you haven't even asked about Sleeping Beauty over here. Her condition is unchanged, by the way. Not sure I could say the same about you. Or even myself, Jesus fucking Christ. This is killing me, being stuck in your life. Every time I look in the mirror now, I see more and more of you looking back. All the worst parts, the, the weakest, saddest parts of me are just taking hold. I don't blame you for not missing it over here. It's better over there. I do miss it. I miss her. (laughs) You don't even know who the fuck she is. Jesus, you're so fucking blind. Sorry about your uh, go partner, by the way. I don't think he'll be around anymore. Andre? Yeah, I I don't know how the fuck you managed to miss all of that. He meets you in the hospital. His sister is admitted the same day. What a coincidence. Huh. Of course, you never even met her. But he needed to know, how's your wife doing, Howard? How how is she? What, What are you talking about? What the fuck do you think? They were fucking! Jesus Christ! How do you not see that? How much denial do you have to be in to continue to idealize her the way you do? I know my wife. What? I'm, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't think I caught that. She's a, a spy, Howard. She's a fucking fraud, just like my wife. She's a survivor who will do anything and anyone to get what she wants. Okay, enough. You think your life is so much better than mine? Your little paltry existence, bullshit bits and pieces of phrases from a fucking Hallmark card? You willingly let her deceive you. I know. You go. Tiptoeing along. Jesus fucking Christ. No wonder life hits you like a wrecking ball. God damn it! I said I know! I fucking know! All those years. The late nights, the, the, the cover stories. You think a man doesn't question things? I knew, I knew everything about her, not the, not the job details, but about the lies. I knew about, about Andre, sure, because he wasn't the first. She's human. She made mistakes. We worked through them. It's something you wouldn't understand. Caring enough to to work on your marriage. I love her for everything she is. And for everything she isn't. And in the end, that That capacity for love, the ability to love someone unselfishly... It's the only thing that will separate me from you. You need to stay the fuck away from my life. It's not yours a fucking vacation rental and sooner or later i'll be back and you'll come back here and nothing will have changed i guess we have nothing left to say
1: And just to clarify, because people would have already heard the clip, nine minutes, nine seconds of Howard on Howard action.
3: Nine seconds, Howard on Howard action. Oh
1: god! Like I wasn't, like I was, and I wasn't even expecting that. I just figured it would be Emily Prime and Howard Prime going back and forth. But I'm glad it wasn't. I'm glad it was the two Howards and. And showing the differences between them, and sh- like you said, like you've been saying, Howard Alpha kinda likes living in Howard Prime's world, like, you know, cause he, obviously he and his Emily didn't have the kid, and this, that, and the other thing, and...
3: And then to finally see, he calls him on it. He calls him on it, like, yeah. "Oh, look at you! You're, you're awake. You know he's, he's calling him on it. Like before, you were just this sad sack, and now you're you're yelling at me, and you're 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 you know, and now we f- and we find out that big revelation that he knew he the entire knew the time. Whole time. Now, like... do you think he knew the knew the entire time, or did he think you think he's covering uh, in front of uh, Bad Howard? Do you think he's just like, yeah, I know, I, I knew it, I knew the whole... He doesn't oh. give you some details. Um, like, I no, I
1: I don't think so because, remember, this is all, oh, we need to get into an interface room. We need to do this. We need to make sure the cameras aren't on so no one records it so no one sees it because the two Howards meeting is like the, the end of the world here.
0: Right. So
1: I assume that it is all Howard Alpha's thing, like... Like he says, how does a man not know? Like I know there are plenty of men who are dumbstruck by certain things or women, sometimes not necessarily, but you know what I mean. Like we've seen Howard Alpha be so Hmm. laissez-faire, maybe, or or just (laughs) just like so streamlined, so this, so that, so rigid. And to see him finally break out of that shell and see that he actually has emotions and just doesn't go with what the hell everyone else always says, even Mm. though most of the time he does, but at least here he doesn't. So I would assume, like, what I don't understand is why he kept using Andre as the go-partner. Like, uh, that's the whole thing I don't get. Like, he knew that was his wife's...
3: I think he wanted to know what his wife saw if if it is true which i mean it's probably likely true what his wife saw in this guy yeah why did she go why did she cheat on me with this guy that's one way to do it and you 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 strike up a friendship with him right but like him uh i i think the howard that we're used to howard we're calling him howard prime right the Mm -hmm. good howard no good howard is howard alpha Howard, howard alpha howard alpha has has been selfless from the beginning and in this room, we realize that Howard Alpha is is now learning to be a little selfish. Not yeah. selfish in a bad way, just like, you know, take something for yourself, you know? Exactly, is, yeah. And I think Bad uh, Howard or Howard Prime, he's one, he's been telling him to do this forever like, wake up and, you know, do something. Stop being a sorry piece of crap. But mm-hmm. I think he might be a little like, oh man, I may have created a monster here <laughs> yeah I don't, maybe i gotta deal with the situation but i i'll I worry about it later <laughs> but i think because that look he's given him when uh howard alpha is kind of like yelling at him is kind of like okay all right long time you about popped out of your shell <laughs> but it seemed like he was almost like okay you popped out of your shell but <laughs> go back <laughs> like, in now I'm bye-bye gonna have, yeah i might have to deal with you <laughs> yeah but yeah, it was. That's a. It's a great scene. It's that's that's the that's the. Uh, if you're gonna get an Emmy nomination, that's the Emmy clip they play. That's yep. the one you play, even though it kind of spoils the show. But you, that's the <laughs> clip you play with him yelling at his, him yelling at himself, and it's literally two different people. When you're watching this show and you want to get, we've talked about this many times. J.K. Simmons is so damn good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where I there's moments where I forget. Oh wait, there are you know one J.K. Simmons in this show is not two different people. He's having a conversation and there's no time where I'm looking at Howard Alpha and I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of like Howard Prime. No, he gets mad in a different way than Howard Prime gets mad. Right. It's just, that's, that's the way he does that nuanced performance. It's so good. And it's probably going to get overlooked, but man, if somebody with some eyeballs puts it on this show and you see what J.K. Simmons is doing where I can make a completely different version of myself <laughs> and you can tell, and you you will be able to tell the difference by the nuances, not by the highs and lows, by not the fact that I'm killing people, but the fact that when I get pissed off, I smirk at you instead of I drop my eyes. Like stuff like that. It's like so, so, so good. But yeah, that seems great
1: hmm I wish I hadn't read that but anyway no i'm sadly i read
3: ahead to episode nine mm i'm in i'm in the uh I've I, I read, I've watched a little bit of the episode, and I'm about to yeah, uh, finish haven't. it off after the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it yet because I'm probably just going to wait until we record next and <laughs> and watch them both back to back since they're a two parter. No, I had to. Know. I, had to know. I know, I know. Trust me, I know. But <laughs> I
3: can't have that information out there. I to get to the... <laughs> <sighs> but
1: yeah, love the lie. Um, again, simply amazing episode. These. Just these writers, these creators, these actors, and yeah. not just well, just J.K. Simmons, but not just him, but all of these actors. Not like you know how
3: it. Good job, Yeah, she's great.
1: You know how most people say, "Oh, it, it took Star Trek: The Next Generation until season three or season four to actually yeah. find itself." Yeah, like I don't. I haven't we've talked about this before. I haven't looked into whether or not Stars is going to pick this up for a second season or whatever. If they are great, but like these these 10 episode, these 13 episode first season things, you just never know and having to hit especially with a premium channel series like like a Stars or an HBO, you have to hit the nail on the head by at least the 7th or the 8th episode of whatever it is and damn if they haven't done that. Like, they've been hitting it on the head since episode one, but, like, it's really sunk
3: in now. Oh, God, I didn't even think... I didn't even consider stars not picking this up. Why did this come out on Netflix? Because they don't care. They'll leave your show on the air for, like, 30 years. They don't give a crap. They don't have to worry about the <laughs> or anything. But when you said, I was like, oh, man, maybe they won't renew it. No, I want to I know more. <laughs> don't cut me off. <laughs> but, yeah, that... Yeah. that, that, that oh man, I... I how you couldn't wrap this up? And you said there's thirteen episodes this season, right?
1: It's well, most of it. This is ten
3: episodes. Okay. That's, yeah. Damn, then yeah, they have to renew this show. They can't leave it on a cliffhanger. They can't leave me on the side of a cliff waiting to figure out what the hell the Danu mob this whole. It's like, uh... we don't even know how the Earth split yet. We haven't explained all this stuff. Come on, man. You can't end it. You need, like two more. Oh, food. and
1: that thing of like, oh, 10 years ago when the Earth split. Like, t- wait. Oh, right. That's in the past. Duh. I'm like, It's like 1990s. I'm like, ooh, so, yeah, wow.
3: I want a whole episode dedicated to why how the Earth split. Yeah, exactly. Did, did, did Neil grass Tyson on here, explain this. I need to know what's going on with this Earth splitting thing. Aha! Uh-huh. Um, it's, sorry, it's, uh, I'll have to, uh,
1: from Collider, okay, in February 2018, Stars announced that production had begun in Berlin on the second season with oh, Betty Gabriel God. joining the cast as Naya Temple, a former FBI agent. So we are at least getting a second season. Thank
3: the Lord. <laughs> Thank the Lord. <laughs> you have exercised the demons. Yeah, that's please. right. Please, the whole second season. I need to know how the Earth split. Get some scientists out there. I need to know. <laughs> exactly
1: so I know we've talked about this before sometimes we care and sometimes we don't care about spoilers like I said I read a little bit ahead but we've kind of already known that um, Baldwin has three targets that she has to kill remember? yes I remember okay we've already seen three infiltrators come over remember them? I do put two and two together ooh That's all that's all I'm gonna say. I'm (laughs) not even gonna say I'm not even gonna say what I read for episode nine. Wait
3: a minute. You know what's pissing me off? I kinda want I'm kinda starting to like Baldwin. I don't want Baldwin back now. I want Baldwin to be like on our side. Why can't you join the (laughs) forces So I don't want two bullets in her face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, she needs one to match the other side. I need need a matching
3: bullet. Then then she could really be the Joker's daughter. (laughs) But But no, she she just started to kind of grow on me. I I like her. So yeah, yeah.
1: But um. But essentially, yes, the three that we saw come over are the doppelgangers of her targets.
3: Oh man!
1: Are the infiltrators of her of her targets? So, um, the whole coffee shop girl thing is a whole aside. It's like her, it's God, it's like her lioness blanket.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's her selfish moment where she's like, okay, well, I'm kind of just hanging out here. Why don't I take a moment for myself, kind of thing.
1: And how about I break into her house? <laughs> and uh, break into her house, and uh, you know, just hang out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my, like, oh my God! No, you didn't. Oh God. Oh man. Um, but yeah, learning
3: about the whole school thing and, and all oh, of that. God. We skip. We skip right to Howard. I, I'm sorry. I Can know. we talk about how brutal this school is? We've heard in the last episode they broke a little kid's legs. The next episode, in the beginning, like the first ten minutes. Hey, kids. Go with me a, when they, she says we're gonna go on a little trip. I'm like, you're not going on a little trip. <laughs> you're dead. I, oh, you're not going. But I didn't know how mass grave it was. It was gonna be when they just all put him in a room, and I was like, no, this is. Awful. Wasn't it the we're, kitchen? Oh, or just I thought they was like a basement or something. I don't
1: know. Yeah, it, it was a basement, but I could have sworn it was like some sort of a kitchen or something or other. I don't know. And the fact that it's Howard, yeah, Alpha, that like good Ooh. Howard that fi- and he's like down here and i'm like oh But you gotta remember that guy his
3: whole life has been altered by the loss of a child and now he's going to see a mass grave of children it's like oh my traumatized times 20 and for all they did to build the school the the quickness they they went about destroying everything this shows how whatever the hell these people are planning it is for keeps there's not going to be no little uh a little thing this seems like it's an end of world scenario that <laughs> they're, they're yeah. doing right now though that chick who, who's in charge the teacher lady is a coward who runs which is <laughs> like uh I'm not yeah cool. <laughs> i thought she was gonna kill uh the guy who discovers her by the way i thought she was gonna pull a reach into the car and pull a gun and shoot him but yeah uh, i guess she needed that guy i i still wouldn't put it past her for her I... the if I'm that guy, I'm like, well, she just betrayed like 19 uh, members of the staff. She's gonna betray me eventually.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that teacher lady. And I, uh, like you said earlier, we need to know about this whole world copying itself thing, like. Mm-hmm. Cause didn't Howard? Didn't Howard Prime say at some point, "Oh, that's that's above my pay grade" or something? Somebody else higher up knows about that. Like that's what I want to get to. I want to get to the higher ups. I want to get to the Richard shifts of the show and find out what the hell and why the Pope hell the knows. world.
3: I guarantee you, Pope knows.
1: Oh, of course, probably.
3: <laughs> like Pope I mean, probably is one that did it. <laughs> it seems God. too
1: involved in yeah. the situation. <laughs> that's that's very true. And the opposite side of the phone call of the dry cleaners, I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's why that
3: happened. Right, right, right. The, the little code speak that they do here. Is so I'm gonna start making phone calls and just randomly saying things to my yep. friends. <laughs> Look, I need the uh, quiche and I need it cold. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: randomly.
1: dude! You know, you, <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs> you know what you do? Iron carpets. Goodbye. You know what you do? You do it in Davian's voice. You do it in Owen Davian. People get freaked the fuck out. You call everybody up as Owen Davian.
3: I need you to uh, iron the curtains. And maybe. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. Maybe maybe take out the dry cleaning. I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello? Who the hell is it?
3: <laughs> Why? Or girlfriend. No, no, this doesn't make it random because they always speak of these cool codes and like you yeah. know. And Pope is just just so. Speaking of laissez-faire, he does not. He seems like he's twenty steps ahead of everybody. He's like, okay, he has know, to be. Make this phone call. To walk, my and- yeah. <laughs> walk my poodle. Yeah, walk my poodle. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, he has to be twenty steps ahead of everybody. Anyways, um, he's
3: the Richard Schiff of that world. He knows yeah. way too much. Even though Wait, I think he might much. know more to Ripper Schiff, Schiff is starting to seem like he's not as big as a player than I thought he was going to be.
1: No, he doesn't. I mean, Aldridge at this point seems like he's a bigger player than right. right. <laughs> <sighs> like, wow. And then the fact that Peter basically kept Claire hostage the whole time after, for, like, <laughs> and oh, okay. So that's one problem I had with the, like I'm not going to take points off the off the love the lie episode, but like the one issue I have with mm. Peter in this episode.
3: He's a coward and he's finalist.
1: Okay, that too. But <laughs> the major issue I have, and I, I'm not a father, I whatever, but like I've held babies before, I've fed babies before, kind of a thing. Like, I'm sorry, you don't hold a child in one arm and then halfway backwards behind your head try to give the child a bot like what the hell I'm gonna have to screen cap that and put that in the post to show people. Like, <laughs> this is not how you feed a baby. Like, it's a symbolic image of how
3: he's not fit to be a father. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Maybe this marriage shouldn't have happened. Maybe she shouldn't, shouldn't have. have
3: happened. Happened. <laughs> she, is the, she is the one that cares for the child more because he seems like he don't give a shit about that child. <laughs> no, he it like even before he her. found out that she was the spy. He's yeah, like, oh yeah, I got a baby. I guess whatever.
1: <laughs> and like I get it the whole thing of them um kind of hiding in the beginning who his wife like he, he in the first like four or five episodes he mentions oh my wife and child and this but we never actually see her obviously until at right. the end of episode 6 and uh, oh the end of episode's oof, return of the jedi claire yikes um <laughs> uh, you know you have a and I'm like okay so your wife and child do you have it like I mean I've been making jokes on Facebook about how basically and I know I shouldn't do this because it's a very serious issue you know I haven't thankfully I'm not I was never in the situation but I know of others who were like I've been making jokes on Facebook lately with the news of Toys R Us going bankrupt oh Jeffrey turned into a deadbeat dad He basically, you know, Jeffrey the Giraffe from Toys R Us is the deadbeat dad of April the Giraffe's babies kind of a thing. No, don't
3: don't leave Jeffrey alone. He's had it hard enough.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He can blame he can blame
3: millennials. (laughs) Peter does treat that kid like it's like a like a spare car like oh yeah he doesn't he doesn't even he doesn't even treat the shit. kid like, it's like, it's not even like...
1: <laughs> he doesn't even treat that baby like a spare car he treats that baby like a used up hole in the wall tire like not even a good spare tire like your la- like your last spare tire that you could absolutely use before you're on rims like <sighs>
3: <laughs> you know what's funny about him from the beginning he's been sniveling and there was a point where I was like Maybe he's gonna, like, show me something else, but he's just a sniveling piece of crap. And I'm like... And I, he's one of those characters where you, you just know he's gonna live forever. Because <laughs> he, he deserves to catch a bullet. And he's going to make it forever because... At, at the end of this episode, he kind of, like, throws Howard under the bus, kind of. And I'm like, man, this guy... I. Every time I want to like you, you just make me hate you. (laughs) I I was kind of rude for you. I I thought he was playing along. He's listening to what Howard Silk is telling him. No, he's just a piece of crap. (laughs) I'm really hoping, and I know this probably won't happen, but I'm hoping either Howard Prime or Howard Alpha or one of the Howards basically just takes him out. He's going to live forever. He's going to be the head guy in charge of whatever corporation, the secret corporation they work for. I guarantee it. That's because we wanted that. He's Joffrey, though Joffrey did die. Yeah, uh, he, he's kind of Joffrey, but he's not—he's not that sadistic. He's just like a sniveling little—I uh, don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody uh, uh, just as he—he's—he's he's kind of like uh, what's his name? He's uh, like Kong.
1: Shane Vendrell from the Shield. He's
3: Shane Vandrell from the Shield. He's, he, he every time you want to go, maybe Shane's turning a new nope, nope, he's still a piece of crap. Yeah, you <laughs> just can't like him. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just
1: crazy. Like there was like half of a moment where I kind of felt sympathetic for Shane on the shield and then he <laughs> had to go and put the
3: grenade in the and I'm like, no! With the grenade. The <laughs> uh, but then he made it up he, he made it up to me by turning into uh one of the What's his movies. name on on uh Boy or the Redneck Joker I like to call him. One of the best Un, characters of all time. So unjustified, I, yeah. Doggins, yeah. you made it up to me, man. You're you're cool with me. <laughs> you are cool with me.
1: Yeah, I forgot uh Timothy Oliphant is on
3: that series too. The Oliphant should be playing Riggs. I told you that a long time ago.
1: Oh, come on. You leave you you leave uh, Crawford alone. He's, oh, he's, he's that long time ago. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I know it. The whole world knows it. <laughs>
1: right. Oh god. We have got to do Lethal Weapon at some point. Like, oh, my
3: God. And let's, let's do a better show. Justify. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> Lethal Weapon is not that bad. It's not the worst thing Fox has ever put out. It's not the best, but of, it's not. Of course not.
3: <laughs> of course not. Have you heard of that 80s show?
1: <laughs> yes,
3: sadly, I have.
1: <laughs> Thankfully, I've never seen it. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> oh god we are way off topic um counterpart season one episode seven and eight the sincerest form of flattery and love the lie absolutely love these episodes episode seven i'll probably give four and a half
3: out of five or ten what are you doing out of out of five yeah About to fight you because it's my favorite episode of the series so far okay. five Though it's okay. probably because it's just a small it, it's almost like a movie unto itself it's such a in terms of a backstory episode, it's really, 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 really good.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, love
3: the Lie. Uh, Ooh. Uh, even with that ending, even with your nine minutes. Uh, eh, five. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> he can miss, himself.
0: miss yeah. himself. What the I'd hell? Probably,
3: I'd probably give it a four. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean... The beginning with the school and that and the the cleaning house thing that that was crazy insanity. Yeah. Um, it kind of slows down after that, but then it picks up at that ending. So yeah, I give it a four. Yeah, absolutely. All right, folks,
1: where can the people find you online, sir? And tell us all about Simplistic Reviews and all that stuff as well.
3: Hi, TJB is my Twitter handle. Our show is Twitter handle, tweeters. Uh, our show is essentially movies and TV and all this sort of stuff, but we handle it in a more comedic in drunk and then way. Uh, uh, so check us out. Search Simplistic Reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, and the Dark Web. Okay, then. I guess, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yes exactly uh, you can find me on twitter at TF2 and Mike uh, you can follow at Geekcast Radio on twitter as well for all the other network updates obviously go to geekcastradio.com for all of our other podcasts not just remote control but cinema geeks talking in circles the comic concierge all that good stuff altered geek uh, everything else uh next week or next time you'll hear from us folks we're going to be doing episode 40 the broadcast networks uh dj will be joining me i think as well as my friend jennifer kaufman who was on the show before she did as i said at the beginning of the episode i might have said this she done the mr robot pilot premiere with me and she also did the take five of this is us with me last year so there is that um Keep fighting over that remote control, and we will catch you next time here on GCRN's Remote Control. This is your mother? Is this her?
2: Yes. And is this your father? I'm sorry I have to ask Do you know how to sign your name, Claire? Or your initials? Right here. Listen up, everyone. We have a new addition to our family today. She's a very brave little girl, just like one of you. And I'm sure you all remember your first day here, so I expect you to extend her the same kindness you were shown. Take a seat, Claire, over there. Now, I would like for you to open your books to page 12. Spencer, please read the first sentence of number one. How come you're not outside with the others? Wanna go home? I'm afraid that's not possible. I miss my mom and dad. I wish I could tell you they're coming back. But you're old enough now to understand death. It's finality. The world is not a nice place, Claire. You should know this by now. It's time to shed the skin of your past. Grow a new one. Sick with anger. I don't know how. I watched a nature program recently. It was very sad. It was about a gazelle who stayed on the fringes of his pack, who was the first to be eaten when the lion attacked. But the gazelle in the center, who blended in, she lived the longest. And we need you, Claire, to live a good, long life. Oh, yes. oh,